Well, hello, everyone. Welcome to the Faith Focus Weekly Discipleship Podcast. My name is Kevin Rognes, and I'm the Discipleship Director here at Faith Covenant Church. I just want to say thank you, whether you're watching or listening. Um, we're just really grateful that you would spend some time with us today. So, as always, I encourage you to subscribe to make sure you don't miss anything that we put out. And also, leave us a review. That helps us know what we can do to improve, if there's anything we can need to do to improve. It also tells other people, hey, this is worth watching. So let us know how we're doing. And if you have any questions, comments, concerns, um, you can always email me. My email address is listed in the episode description down below. Today, as you can see, I'm joined by our lead pastor, Pastor Brad Kindle. Brad, thanks for joining us today. Thank you, Kevin. It's good and to be here. Yeah, all we're going to do today is just go through a simple method of walking through Scripture. We think it's really important to just kind of demonstrate these things because a lot of us just haven't really been taught how to go through Scripture with someone one-on-one. Um, a lot of people think it's maybe this complicated process that you have to have all these degrees or like fancy mm-hmm. books to have to go through scripture with someone, but it's actually not that difficult. So tell us a little bit about that. Yeah. So uh, one of the things I'm passionate about, and uh, one of the things we're passionate about in leadership here at Faith is um, equipping the people who call Faith home, but anyone watching, um, with simple and practical and transferable ways uh, to walk with God, with each other, with God's word. So Jesus says that uh, man doesn't live on bread alone, but on every word that proceeds forth from the mouth of God, um, which, which means that God's word is uh, nutritional. It's necessary for life. And if it is necessary for life, then we should walk with God, with each other, with God's word. But how? What we're going to share with you today is so simple. I mean, there's, this isn't the only way to do this. This is a way, and it's very simple and pretty easy to remember. Uh, you, you, there are kind of three principles here that we're going to think about. We're going to look up, we're going to look in, and we're going to look out. Okay? <laughs> Not like, look out, but yeah. look out to look the world out. in love. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, and I, in one sense, you could kind of remember it with the sign of the cross. So, you know, in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, we're going to look up, we're going to look in. And we're going to look out. <laughs> yeah, one, out sim- one simple way. Yeah. yeah. And, um, and as we talk here, see, Kevin and I, we haven't, like, looked at the text together before. We didn't, like, practice this yet. And this is another thing that I want to illustrate is that uh, two people simply coming to God's word doesn't have to be so complicated. You have to have five commentaries and the Greek translation and the Hebrew translation and so forth. Um, simply coming to God's word together, you will be nourished. You can always go deeper. Kevin and I could go over this text we're going to go over today five times this week's and week, and each time we'd come away with something, you know, richer. Mm-hmm. But um, we're going to keep it simple because we're going to come away with something rich just in this initial passing today. So... That being the case, uh, Kevin, why don't we pray before we go to God's Word? Would you like to pray? Yeah, absolutely. All right. Heavenly Father, we just thank you for um, this day, and we thank you for this opportunity to gather here in your name. And we're just so grateful uh, for the insights that uh, you will reveal to us and the different experiences that each of us will bring to the table as we look into this bit of Scripture. So we just pray for your guidance as we walk through this text. We pray these things in your name. Amen. 
Amen. So we thought uh, that we would go through the first eight verses of the book of Colossians. Mm -hmm. And um, so uh, why don't we turn to Colossians? Uh, Maybe you're already there. Just one thing I always try to remember, if we're with someone that is new to the scriptures, it's always helpful to kind of help them find where you are in mm-hmm. in the text. And so, you know, if they know, for example, that the Bible is divided between the Old Testament and the New Testament, you could say, okay, let's we're going to look at Colossians 1, which is in the New Testament. Okay, so that gives them some direction as they start leafing. You, you could also even say, you know, it's kind of in the last 25% of your Bible, so uh, you, don't, you don't have to... Uh, you can kind of guide them along the way, because, you know, a lot of people are new to the Scriptures. Yeah. So the first thing we're going to do, Kevin, uh, is uh, we are going to, we're going to look up, and we're going to look up by looking to God's Word. So um, why don't you read the first four verses, and I'll read the uh, the last four verses. And And one of the reasons we're only doing eight verses is because you don't want to overwhelm each other. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you, you know, it, it's okay to... Um, slowly move through the text, and um, as a, one of my uh, disciple makers used to tell me, yeah, um, don't don't move too fast because you want to move slow enough so that the word does its work, so that the word changes you. All right. Mm-hmm. So uh, you want to read the first four verses? Yeah. And just a quick note: I'm reading through a translation translation called the CSB, which is the Christian Standard Bible. I don't know what you're looking at. Oh, yeah, yeah. So I'm I'm in the New International Version. And sometimes it can be really interesting to read different translations together because you'll see slight variations, and that will sometimes help you understand some words more fully because, mm-hmm. you know, one uh, word will say it is good, one uh, translation will say it is per- perfect. And so it'll just kind of round out different concepts sure. in different ways, which can be mm-hmm. helpful, so... The first four verses of uh, Colossians. Paul, an apostle of Christ Jesus by God's will, and Timothy, our brother, to the saints in Christ at Colossae, who are faithful brothers and sisters, grace to you and peace from God our Father. We always thank thank God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, when we pray for you, for we have heard of your faith in Christ Jesus and of the love you have for all the saints. The faithful, uh, the faith and love that spring from the hope stored up for you in heaven, and about which you have already heard in the true message of the gospel that has come to you. In the same way, uh, let's see. In the same way, the gospel is bearing fruit and growing throughout the whole world, just as it has been doing among you since the day you heard it and truly understood God's grace. You learned it from Epaphras, our dear fellow servant, who was a faithful minister of Christ on our behalf, and who also told us of your love in the Spirit. Hmm. Okay, so um, we've read the story, so to speak. Um, Now, what we're going to do is we're going to, as we continue to uh, look up and look up to God's Word, uh, we're going to retell the story. Hmm. And so, why don't we do this, Kevin? Why don't we... Um, if if you look at the first uh, few verses here, maybe the first two verses even, how would you paraphrase what you've read? Yeah, so I would say the first couple of verses are just saying, um, you know, Paul, who 
is an apostle of Jesus or a follower of Jesus and Timothy, they're writing this together and they're basically writing it to the Christians at Colossae, which was a, uh, a city in Greece, um, writing to them and saying, grace and peace to you from God. So, hi, we're Paul and Timothy is kind of a way of starting it off. Yes. Yeah, kind so of a summary of it. This is, this is, and if you're with someone who's new uh, to the scriptures, you could say, you know, this is a letter from real people mm-hmm. to a real place, mm-hmm. um, other real people, and um, and what's and Paul and Timothy they have a relationship, um, you know, kind of like Kevin and I have a relationship. Um, mm-hmm. You know, Paul's probably older, Timothy's younger, and um, I'm younger. Yeah, <laughs> and 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 they're on a journey, mm-hmm. and uh, they they want to communicate uh, to their beloved brothers and sisters in uh, Colossae. Um, how would you summarize uh, verse 3 and 4? And I'll, I'll, I'll go from uh, 5 on. I would kind of summarize 3 and 4. Is, verse 3 especially is just kind of saying, we pray for you a lot, and when we pray for you, we are just so thankful for you. Mm. Um, which is kind of a really beautiful thing to um, have someone say to you, if you think about that. Um, and then verse 4 he kind of says the reason that they're thankful when they pray for um, them is, and the reason that they're thankful is that these Christians in Colossae are just so faithful um, to Christ. They're faithful Christians, and they're also very loving towards other Christians. So Paul and Timothy in verses three and four are just saying, we are so thankful for you because we have heard so much about how, how faithful you are to God and how loving you are to other Christians. Yeah. And in one sense, we can kind of demystify some of the Bible here mm-hmm. because that's a very kind of normal thing. Mm-hmm. Um, these people are grateful for these other people because they share something in common, something very important. Um, they share Christ Jesus. Um, what one, one thing I like to do uh, when I'm walking with other people uh, is... Is take certain words that are um, that we kind of expect to hear mm-hmm. in the Bible and expect to hear in church, and kind of say, "Hey, let's talk about what that really means." Yeah. So, for example, if I was if Kevin was very new to the scriptures, I might say, um, uh, "What do you think the word Lord means?" Mm-hmm. Lord. I mean, my understanding is it's kind of someone who's in charge, um, who. Maybe not like an elected person, but just by virtue of who they are, they they have authority and they have power. So, mm-hmm. like, I think of, like, I don't exactly know how it worked, but, like, in England, they had a system of, like, lords and duchesses and dukes and whatever. Um, you know, it was a certain title that came with responsibilities and power just by virtue of who, who the person was. Right. Yeah. So, and, and, and that's... That's really helpful because it's it's good to be reminded that uh, when we say the Lord Jesus Christ, uh, what we're talking about when we say the Lord is this is the one who has authority, mm-hmm. the ultimate authority. Yep. Um, his name is he has a name. It's not just you know mysterious. No, it's an actual person. His name was Jesus, mm-hmm. and his last name was not Christ. 
Um, and sometimes you, you kind of need to step in and 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 because people might assume I thought Christ was his last name, you know? yeah, yeah, <laughs> uh, and say well, if, and if you know, you can say well, Christ is is a part of his title. Mm-hmm. Um, his name was Jesus, and he is the Christ. Uh, he's the Christos, um, and uh, and yet, if you don't know that stuff and you're walking with someone, that's okay. You don't have to bring it up. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you do know. It, 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 you know, kind of brings the text to life a little bit more, if you can pull and, out some of these and things. for a second, let's pretend you didn't know that, and I ask you. So I'm yeah, say, yeah, so, good point. Um, he's called Lord Jesus Christ. Like, is that his whole name? Like, what, what does all that mean? I have no idea. Okay. So what do we do now? Yeah. <laughs> so mm-hmm. we, can, we can go a couple different ways here. If you come to the text and you're like, I have no idea what this means. Mm-hmm. Um, one, if if you know and I don't know, I could say, do you know? And you could help me. You, know? yeah. you could tell me. If you don't know either, then one, if you're walking with another person, you can say, well, we could stop and we could Google it. Mm-hmm. That'd be one option. Yep. The other option is to just say, huh, I don't know. Let, we could research that before we get together next time. Yeah. It, it's okay. okay. <laughs> yeah, it's it's okay to say, I have no idea what that means. And, We're not going to know everything. Right, yeah. It's, it's completely okay. Um, how about I go to verse 5? Sure. Um, let's see. I'll get a running start. Because we have heard of your faith in Christ Jesus and of the love you have for all God's people, the faith and love that spring from the hope stored up for you in heaven about which you have already heard in the true message of the gospel that has come to you. So these, uh, Paul and Timothy seem to be uh, thankful for these people. They have uh, faith. They have love. And that faith and love is, is springing from the hope they've received from God in hearing this message of the gospel. Um, gospel is another great word to always, if people don't know, let's define what that is. Mm-hmm. Um, and the simplest way is to say that comes, uh, that the gospel means good news. So you could even say, you could uh, say what you have already heard in the true message of the gospel or the good news that has come to you, that good news about Jesus. Um, in the same way, the gospel, the good news, it's producing something. It's producing fruit. Um, not literal fruit, metaphorical fruit, spiritual fruit. And that fruit is something, it's like natural, it's organic, it's, it's growing uh, all around the world. Just as, you, let's see, just as it has been doing among you since the day you heard it. So um, just hearing it begins to plant a seed. And in that seed, something begins to grow and... And part of that, you heard it and truly understood God's grace. Grace is another word. You're like, what? God's grace. Are we talking about like the prayer God says before he eats mm-hmm. dinner? <laughs> uh, what, what, what's God's grace, do you think? Um, I would understand God's grace to be just God's mercy and provision. So God is a forgiving God, and so that forgiveness is grace. Um, it is also grace for God to provide for us. So like Hmm. provides food and water and like, we sometimes think that like, Oh, I provide that for myself because I have a Hmm. job. And so I pay my bills and you know, 
but how did you get that job? Well, God gave you gifts and abilities so that you could earn a wage. Yeah. So, I mean, God's grace is just, I mean, it means a lot of things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's And, and that grace is given not because we're like super spiritual athletes. Mm-hmm. It's born, it's, he gives us, which we could never provide for ourselves because he's crazy in love with us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then this, this last two verses here, you learned it from Epaphras. Just an, again, so friends, you you learned about this from a particular person. He has a name, Epaphras, who's a fellow servant with Paul and Timothy, uh, a faithful minister of Jesus, of Christ. And Epaphras also told us about your your love in that that is in the spirit, and this that has been provided you in the spirit. Hmm. Okay, so. If we were to kind of retell the story, we could say what we have here is a letter, and it's kind of it's from Paul and, and Timothy to this group of people, and Paul and Timothy are very thankful for them, and uh, they're thankful for their faith, their hope that they've they've learned all these things. Fruit is bear, being born in their life um, through the grace that God has given them in his spirit. And that grace, was, all this stuff was kind of stored up in, in the heaven, it, which means uh, it, was, it was given to them uh, from God, basically, from the realm of God. And if the impression I get is all this is a good thing. <laughs> oh, and, and also um, the true message of the gospel. So the hearing the, that good news, like, Made something happen. It made produce. Mm. It produced something like fruit. Yeah. Oh. All right. So, again, really simple. Um, we've we've read the story. We've retold the story. So let me ask you a question, mm-hmm. Kevin. Um, from what we've read, what's what's maybe one thing you've learned about God? I mean, to me, this passage is mostly talking about people. Um, I think the one thing that I feel like was the one thing was said about God was that God is full of grace. Mm. Um, that's kind of the thing that when they, cause it was mostly saying, Oh, I'm saying hi to you. I love you. You're great. The thing that they're all kind of together about, or the reason that they're getting to know each other is because of God's grace. It's done mm. something in their lives. And so God's grace is big and overflowing and yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And again, there's not one right answer here. Mm -hmm. Um, We could come up with a thousand answers about what we learn about God just from this text. One thing I've learned about God is um, just the reminder that uh, the good news produces something. The Mm -hmm. gospel produces something. It bears fruit. From the the time they first heard it, 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 God... Like planted a seed because of his grace in them, and that seed is is bearing fruit. Hmm. All right, so so we've uh, that's just all kind of the look up. Let's look in. What does this tell you about you and other people? Other people. Um, I think the thing it says to me is, you know, I can be. It's important to kind of share how thankful we are for each other. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the first thing he says. Like. I mean, if I think about letters back then, they didn't have a lot of paper and ink, so mm. yeah. they had to get to the point quickly. Mm-hmm. And so 
for that to be the first thing he says of like, I am so thankful for you and how faithful you are and how loving you are to other people. That's important. Mm -hmm. I think, Mm -hmm. um, to say that to each other, um, but also then the value of being that for Mm. each other of Mm. like being loving towards other saints and being faithful Christians. Like these are the first values that Paul and Timothy are kind of communicating right Mm -hmm. off the bat is you are faithful and you are loving to other people. And that is so important. Yeah. 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 Good. Good. I I would say one thing I learned about other people and kind of from this passage, and this is going to sound not very spiritual, but I just love the fact that these are normal people. Yeah. So something big and spiritual happened to really normal people. Yeah. And, and they, these people have not yet had the chance to go to a seminary. Yeah, don't yeah, exist yeah, yet. yeah, yeah. They're just they're just yeah. like normal people, and and God is doing something really profound in these really normal people. Mm-hmm. So here's another question. Um, we've looked up. We looked in. Um, I guess I could add to the look in that God does normal, does big stuff through normal people, even like us to normal people. Now let's now let's look out. Who is someone that you could share this biblical truth with this week? Yeah, I mean, if we're talking about this idea of like telling people, "Thank you for being faithful," and "Thank you for being mm. loving," yeah, yeah, um, you know, that's just a reminder of like, even though I've said this to my parents, you know, I can always express more gratitude Mm -hmm. for my parents raising me in the faith um, and just the way that that gave me a foundation. Um, And that wouldn't be a message that they haven't heard or that they don't know was important. Um, But it's important to express our gratitude, even if we've expressed it before. Um, And then just too, just a a couple of people in my life now, um, it would be helpful to share like, hey, you're being really faithful to mm-hmm. God right now. Mm-hmm. And I'm really thankful for that. And mm-hmm. so I would think of some of the people that I know through Team World Vision and just the way that they keep, you know, advocating for clean water and keep pushing themselves physically mm. to do different races and stuff. Like I'm really moved by that. And yeah. so um I wanna, you know, just say that to them and just say thank you for what you do. Okay. It's a really beautiful thing. No. I would um if if Kevin and I were we're meeting, even at this point, I could say, you know, I just encourage you to even put it on your calendar as to when you're, you know, when you're going to mm, say yeah. this to someone, yeah. you know, so you're really intentional. Um, you know, well, let, thankfully, I'm going to be seeing a lot of my Team World Vision friends in about a week. So there you go. that's yeah. already on my calendar. Yeah. yeah. And I'm seeing my mom tomorrow. So, hey. There you <laughs> go. I, I, I'm, so if I was to say, ask myself, you know, who, who will I tell? I would say right now someone doesn't come to mind. And the reason I'm, you know. Actually, someone isn't coming to mind right now. But the important thing here is to be attentive to, as you move through the week, now that you've encountered God's word, see if there is, see if the Holy Spirit prompts Brad mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, to share a portion of this truth um, with someone else. Um, you know, there just might be someone that I talk to that I'm in a conversation and I could say, you know, one of the things I read this week in the scriptures is uh, that that even just hearing the word of God plants a seed and and God God begins to, to bear fruit from that over time in normal people. You know, that'd be one thing I could share. Um, or 
you know, maybe in not an obvious way, maybe someone I'm talking to isn't a Christian, I could just say, you know, I know that um, things that are true and that are spoken in love actually change people mm. and and produces fruit in their lives. Now, that's a biblical truth, but the, the person doesn't necessarily know they're hearing biblical truth that way. And that's okay, too. The, the point here is, let's be intentional about sharing God's truth mm-hmm. uh, with other people. Absolutely. Yeah. So, it was that simple. Mm-hmm. We're done. I mean, what we would do now is we'll pray. It was about 20 minutes. <laughs> okay. And, and, and actually, I'll pray. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, sometimes it's helpful if... if both are comfortable. One person opens, the other person closes. Uh, so I'll pray in just a, a moment here before we wrap up. Um, and, you know, if let's say Kevin and I were having lunch together. So we have a meal together, which is nutritious, hopefully. <laughs> and then we, we process God's word together. Mm-hmm. We walk with God, with each other, with his word. And, and that whole thing is nutritious as well. It's necessary for life. And it, you know, if, if Kevin and I did this once a week, uh, we went all through Colossians, we would grow closer to each other, mm-hmm. and we'd grow closer to God. We'd actually fall more in love with each other and with God. And that would be a beautiful thing for not only us, but for the people around us. Mm, yeah. And so this stuff really has, a, in a very simple way, uh, the word works. <laughs> and it, it, it works in a loving way to conform our hearts and our minds uh, to Christ our Lord. Absolutely. So why don't I pray? Right. And then you can say goodbye All right. to everyone <laughs> the, way you, the way you do. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Let's pray. Holy God, we are grateful for your word. Uh, I'm grateful, God, that uh, you have chosen to give us your truth through the written word. We understand that written word um, best through the lenses of our Lord Jesus. And we're also grateful, God, that the Holy Spirit is uh, the one who counsels us into all truth. And we're grateful that your Holy Spirit uh, counseled us. Lord, we're grateful that we had an experience with you and with each other. Thank you, God, for giving us this time. Amen. Amen. Well, that's how simple it can be to Mm -hmm. walk with God's Word with someone um, we hope that this is a tool. Like Brad said at the beginning, this isn't the only way to do this. Um, this is just a way. We've been talking about a lot of different ways recently that one-on-one discipleship um, can look, and mm-hmm. this is just one example of that. So if this is helpful for you, we're grateful for that. Um, if you want to do something but put your own twist on it, go for it. Just mm-hmm. be doing it. So mm-hmm. um, we just want to say thank you. Um, one last thing I'll say is that um, for most of the church's history, God's people were not literate. Mm. And so mm-hmm. they didn't have the ability to read all these Bible dictionaries and commentaries mm. and all these things. So just hearing the word and reading the word together is not insufficient. It is absolutely mm-hmm. enough yeah. um, to do that together and just have just God's word. Mm. So um, I hope that's an encouragement to you. Um, Thank you, Brad, for joining us. Mm -hmm. Um, Like I said earlier, um, please leave a review, subscribe, do all the things, um, and let us know if you have any questions, comments, um, anything that you want us to cover. So thank you so much for listening, and have a wonderful and blessed day.